Welcome to Heart Awake. I'm Janessa. It is wonderful to connect with you. And I am just feeling so grateful to be here right now, sitting in front of this microphone. I am sitting in an empty room in my new home with my partner. We recently moved in this week. Oh God, I can't even tell you how much of a relief it is as a little life update from me for us to be here right now after spending weeks and even months on the road, traveling back and forth here and there between Colorado and North Carolina, and finally coming to our new home in Asheville and having some time to rest. And actually, as I was thinking about this episode, which is going to be a heart-to-heart message from me to you for us to share, and also I'm going to give a preview of the astrology of the week for January 16th to January 22nd. You know, I was sitting here just contemplating how I was feeling and feeling into my body and how tired I am, but also how grateful and excited I am about this new phase. I I actually decided to pull uh, some Oracle cards because I have recently, I guess you could say recently, I mean, I've had some Oracle decks and tarot decks for years at this point, but I recently had this deck gifted to me by my partner and it is the Sacred Rebels Oracle deck. And this artwork is unreal. I mean, it's just so beautiful. It is done by Autumn Sky Morrison. I love, 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 love this imagery and the two cards that I pulled, which just seem really relevant to where I'm at, where I'm hoping to share this message from with you, as well as what we're moving into next week, um, are these two messages. So the first is the card Restore and Replenish. And there's an image of a person curled up on a bed of seashells. And I've actually pulled this card before. I haven't pulled a lot of cards from this deck, but this one has come up multiple times. So (laughs) a little hint, a little uh, nudge, nudge from my higher self, my wiser self (laughs) to say, hey, there's there's some need here to slow down and restore. And then the second card that I pulled is called Defend to the End, the Worthwhile. And these just seemed so, so powerful and so honest. I've been thinking a lot about what does it mean to really commit to a journey, any journey. This could be a journey of mm, improving health and well-being. This could be a journey of exploring relationships or finding a new relationship. This could be a journey of healing from something, you know, past experience, grief, loss, trauma, any journey we're on. It's a, it's a process. It's a, it's, it's a process that has so many cycles and phases and twists and turns and ups and downs. And sometimes we get to the point where we just feel like, whoa, where am I? Where am I? Maybe this resonates with you a little bit, depending on how you're feeling right now. <laughs> but where am I? And coming back to the present moment, 
has been a bit of a challenge for me. And that's not surprising because I'm human. (laughs) We're not necessarily programmed to be here. We're programmed to anticipate. We're programmed to strategize. We're programmed to analyze. We're programmed to just live either in the future and plan, 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 or be pulled back into the past and what we've been through. And this return to the present moment to restore, to replenish is critical when we're on any journey of change and transformation. Are we actually taking the time to be here, to take a deep breath, to feel that breath with every inhale and exhale? Because these processes, these journeys, they they take a lot of energy. Change takes energy. (laughs) And sometimes we're faced with the necessity to put out a lot of energy in order to make change. And this can show up in in structural changes we're making in our lives with daily habits and routines. Sometimes it's more energetic change with our thought patterns, our emotional patterns, the thoughts and emotions that literally are energy being processed through our bodies. Energy is essential. And so what do you do when you feel like you're depleted? I'll be candid. I've had a lot of moments where I've just felt totally depleted the last few weeks. I've had a lot of beautiful moments too and moments when I felt really motivated and inspired and energized and I've shared some of those moments with you through the podcast and my YouTube channel. And if I just check in with like my human Janessa, my human self and say, where am I right now? I'm a little tired. (laughs) When we get to the point where we're we're depleted, I don't know if I'm fully there. I mean, I've had other moments in my life where I've been like way more depleted and overwhelmed than this <laughs> because over time I've fortunately built up a lot of skills and tools and and things that, that help me, these resources with not getting to that point, right? Like I can now sort of anticipate, um, but there's still this tendency inside me, the high achiever, the overachiever who wants to just push it to the edge, push it to the extreme. And so we need to reconnect with our bodies in order to have this information available to us to know like, hey, maybe I'm pushing it a little too far. Maybe I just need to slow down a bit. And the formula for restoration and replenishment, it's so personal. Like I hesitate to even say anything around it because I don't know about you, but I got to the point in my journey where I was just so fed up with being told through the interwebs and social media, in particular little tile images on the Insta (laughs) of what my self-care should look like. Fuck that. (laughs) Some random influencer (laughs) on social media doesn't know my truth. And yet I would give my power away in so many ways and I would I would just keep seeking like this, this hungry ghost kind of quality of the answers must be outside myself. Like there must be something else out there that will somehow flip a switch inside me. Instead of going within first and foremost and saying, what do I really need right now? I'll come back to that other question. Where am I right now and what do I need? 
what's that particular mix of self-care that is unique to me in this situation that I'm in and the phase I find myself in in life that is going to work for me. And this is part of what can make it maybe a little bit more challenging at times when what has worked for us in the past with self-care or restoration just isn't working anymore. I've definitely been through those chapters and cycles in my life where something that used to work didn't work or doesn't work. And then I'm, I'm like beating my head against the wall thinking, what do I do now? What do I do now? This is part of being human too. And learning and exploring and growing. And sometimes what worked no longer works because there's something else that's going to work so much better for you. And we wouldn't have the openness or the willingness to consider that alternative. It may not even appear on our radar if what worked continued to work, right? Because then there'd be no need to go outside of our comfort zone, to try something different, to experiment. So if you're in that part of the phase where you're like, I'm not quite even sh- like, like sure, what, what do I do? See that as the opportunity it is and ask for guidance, ask for support. This is definitely not a prescription, but I'll say, you know, what, what I just did is an example. I'm feeling tired. Where can I look? And for me, oracle cards, tarot cards, astrology, all these different things, um, sometimes they help. And so that was why I pulled those cards. And, and the other piece of this that I've been sitting with around these cards and just my experience and what feels really present right now energetically, individually, and collectively is this theme related to what is really worthwhile. The second card, as I mentioned, is called Defend to the End, the Worthwhile. What's really worth the energy? I love playing with quantum ideas and this concept of infinite energy and infinite resources and reprogramming what we've been told around scarcity and how there isn't enough. And instead breaking that and saying, no, there is enough and more than enough, actually. (laughs) There's so much out there. (laughs) There's so much for all of us to thrive if we restructure our world in ways to make that possible and to do the whole like uh, contrast dance, life is also finite. When we deepen into our journey and our truth, we see that the contradictions like this are really the portals to who we are. How can life be infinite and finite at the same time? Well, because death exists. And it's more that energy transforms. We transform. We change. And there's always this element of, okay, and in this moment, for this container, in this lifetime, (laughs) what are you doing with your precious life? What is really worthwhile to you? What matters? What do you value? And when we tap into that source of truth, when we, when we connect and plug in to the internal wisdom 
that always knows what matters and what's worthwhile. That's when we access another kind of energy, another layer of creativity and inspiration that we may not have experienced before. So go inside, go within, ask yourself, where am I right now? (laughs) Maybe even ask, who am I right now? (laughs) And what do I need? What do I need to take care of myself, to give myself the time and the space to restore, to replenish, and to once again get clear on what really matters? I may be a broken record with some of these questions and these themes across my podcast and my YouTube channel and and my writing and, and the art that I create and put out in the world, but I do it because, well, fuck, I need the reminder. (laughs) Maybe you do too. (laughs) Humans often need these reminders, these reminders to go inside. And from that place, from that source of truth, be able to then connect in more honest and authentic ways with other people in the world around us. So that's where I'm at. That's what's on my heart right now. Thank you for being here and for connecting in this way. And I'd love to offer you a little preview of the astrology of the week. Uh, Let's see. I also have other resources for astrology and energy and all the things on my YouTube channel. So I encourage you to check that out as well. But with the astrology of the week of January 16th to January 22nd, I wrote about this quite a bit on my blog, and I really see this week as a beautiful reminder that we have to come back to the body. We have to come back to the body. We talked about this already, right? This importance of this vessel that we're in and this truth inside us. Because I've I've experienced this... mm, tendency when it comes to personal change and transformation to just look at the mind or just look at the emotions or just look at energy. Like in particular, when we start to open up spiritually, we can get really excited. I went through this. I went through this phase where I was like so excited about all the energy and all the things that I could learn. And (laughs) as a result, I started to come up and out of my body a lot more in my day-to-day life versus true spirituality for me, as I define it, is a path of coming into the body. It's a path of integration, of grounding, of not forgetting what gets stored in our tissues, what lives in the marrow of our bones. Because the more I can bring those worlds together, the more capacity I have for creativity and for pleasure And when we have that sense of safety and security and foundation within us and in our bodies, we have more access to innovative ways of looking at our lives and the world around us. Because our bodies are these living, breathing, evolving vessels. And there are ways that we can honor them. And notice the ways you want to come up and out of your body. You want to leave your body. Ooh, take a nice deep breath there. Notice the ways you numb. 
your experience of being human, the ways you run away from both the pain and the pleasure of this world, and opt to feel, opt to connect, even though we live in a world that really wants us to be disconnected and detached. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the, the specific astrological events. A lot of this is coming from how on Sunday, January 16th, the sun and Pluto are coming together in the sign of Capricorn. There's an illumination, right? There's an illumination of, of the part of us that is decomposing, Pluto, death, shadow, transformation, and this new story which is actually not a new story. It's just, it's just a story that's lived deep inside us around our truth and our authenticity. You were reborn every moment. Lean into that. See that as a resource. See that as part of the magic of being human. Choose again and again. What are the identities you want to play with in this new moment? Who do you want to be? And on Monday, January 17th, we have a full moon in Cancer, and I have a full podcast episode on the full moon in Cancer. I highly recommend checking that out. Um, but the quick thing I want to say about this full moon is that, again, coming back to that idea of the body, I mean, when we really appreciate the incredible capabilities present, these capabilities of flesh and bone and spirit all coming together to create our human experience. We have appreciation for how much creative power we have in our lives. I mean, you are a miracle. <laughs> we are miracles moving around through this world. <laughs> and there is a divine design to us. So trust that. Come back to the magic of it. Feel into what does it mean to be both this solar creator and this nocturnal being moving through the dark of the night with this full moon in Cancer. And on Tuesday, January 18th, we have a couple astrological events. We have Uranus stationing direct in Taurus and the nodes of the moon are moving into Taurus and Scorpio. With Uranus stationing direct, I see this as uh, an opportunity really to reflect on how the inner work we've been doing the last few months to extricate ourselves, extract ourselves from unhelpful and misaligned paradigms and programs and expectations from the external world, whether they're societal, cultural, political, religious, etc. This is a pivot point when Uranus, Uranus stations direct. It's a pivot point liberating our minds and our bodies is the true path of a rebel of the heart. And often we can get pulled into these extremes, right? We think of Taurus and Scorpio, the extremes of death and life, spirit and form, pain and pleasure, separation and cohesion, intensity and ease. And the beauty of being conscious creators of our lives is that we get to construct our own middle path amidst all of that polarity. That's true authenticity and a willingness to show up and do the work to make it happen. 
And on Wednesday, January 19th, we have the sun moving into the sign of Aquarius. Oh, Aquarius, the water bearer. (laughs) Aquarius, an air sign that teaches us what it means to not allow this very uh, primal need for belonging, this desire for feeling safe in the herd and in the group, to shut down what is available to us when we express ourselves as individuals. There's this tension there. There's this dance. There's this need to balance what we see around us with the truth that we know lives inside us. Because innovation and inspiration and relational intimacy, they're not born of these societal norms or these cultural expectations. This is what Aquarius teaches us. They're born from this uncompromising and uncivilizing commitment to truth. So whatever untruths, (laughs) whatever fallacies or indoctrination you've recognized in yourself over the last few months, let them crumble. Let them crumble. Because your creative power really flows when you're plugging into that place deep inside where body meets soul, where courage meets your capacity to choose what is true for you. Mm. So this is a potent week. There's a lot going on. I mean, every week's potent, right? Like every moment's potent. (laughs) But there's something in particular I feel around this full moon in Cancer and Uranus stationing direct and, and the sun and Pluto coming together and the sun moving into Aquarius. These are heavy hitting energies. So take care of yourself. Be honest with yourself to return to that theme of restoration and replenishment. Ask, what do you really need? What can you do for you? Fill your own cup up with support and love and care. And I'm wishing you, oh, I'm wishing you such a beautiful week. I'm so grateful for you being here and for connecting in this way. I'm sending you a huge energetic hug. And if there was something in this episode that resonated with you, subscribe to the podcast, share this with a friend, leave a five-star rating, uh, positive comment or review, whatever's available on the podcast platform you're using. It really does help with spreading the message, spreading this art more into the world. (sighs) And if you're interested in connecting in other ways, I am tired. But I'm also very excited and very energized by the work that I'm doing with clients right now in private sessions. And so just know that that is always available. And I do have some spots available for the remainder of January. If you're interested in working together in a quantum astrology session or in other ways, you can find more information on my website, janessanickel.com. And until we connect again, from my heart to your heart. I love you.